Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do I like to smoke? Yes. Do I give a fuck what you think? No. That's the beauty of having my own podcast. This is a sharp tongue podcast and I don't give a fuck. Welcome. Uh, yep. <laughs> Hold up. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Mother Earth. For those of you who are against weed, I now live in a state where recreational loose... Loose... <laughs> I can't even speak English. Recreational use of marijuana has been legalized. Hello. Time to party. I'm trying to light this joint. Hold on. Oh, oh shit. There we go. Recreational use has been legalized. Medical use has been legalized. As of two year a year ago. When the fuck was it legalized? Let's check the date on that. But it feels pretty good to live... In a place where, you know, laws are changing for the better. Um, Hopefully, this legalization of marijuana won't disrupt too much of the the small businesses that have popped up to facilitate the weed to the people. But uh, we will see what happens. Because, you know, once the government gets their hand on shit, sometimes it gets a little sticky icky and not in the good way. Not in the way that you're smoking. Oh. <laughs> I've been trying to not smoke as much weed because it makes me cough. And smoking stuff is not healthy in general. So I've been trying to do some edibles. But the problem with that is when I do edibles, I think I'm dying. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> when I have done... Uh, Mara, when I've taken edibles, and I'm talking like not even that much, like I've smoked like I've eaten like five or six milligrams, and I literally think I'm dying. I'm like the guy from the the <laughs> the cop. If you haven't heard that video, there's a cop on YouTube. There's a video of a recording of him calling into. The 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 nine one one saying him and his wife have died because they ate brownies. <laughs> this shit is real. It hits everybody differently. Because when you smoke marijuana, it's a different process your body goes through to convert the drug and have it be. <laughs> you know how your how your body uh, digests it when you eat it. Your body digests it. <laughs> See, smoking is not good for you. But there's something about a joint I love. I think it's like the instant high you get and it's mellow. 
I like the communal aspect of it. I get why cigarette smokers don't want to quit. You're like, oh, who am I going to hang out with? (laughs) You know, who the fuck am I going to sit and bitch about all the customers at my job? Who am I going to sit and, you know, talk about the cute new girl at work? Who am I going to sit and bitch about Obama or Trump or whoever else with? It's a communal thing. But I do, I do enjoy a good joint, but edibles tend to be healthier. I think that's the future of marijuana. You eat it, and it is a different high, man. It's different for everybody, but yo, that shit puts me on my ass. I literally thought I died when I was in Montreal. I probably, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you know that. I literally was like, oh, fuck. I just died. I felt myself slip away. And then my boyfriend said that I had fainted twice. And he caught me. So... That was when I took five times the amount of five times a milligram dosage I should have taken. Normally, I'm about a five or sixer, and I ended up taking about fifty milligrams. <laughs> and seeing my death, experiencing it, um, that would be a fun thing to simulate death. My man was talking about that, and I think that'd be an interesting thing. Would you pay? To experience death is the one thing everyone's afraid of. Everyone's so afraid of death, man. What if you could just experience it going into it knowing it's not real? But what if the experience was so visceral it felt real? Oh, man, I'm tripping myself out. I don't know if I'd pay more than $5 for that. I got to be honest. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't know if I would. Um, I probably should let you guys know where I'm at. Before I forget, this weekend, Saturday, November 19th, I'll be at Cherokee Casino in West Salom Springs, Oklahoma. Put on your boots and come see me at the casino, y'all. I'll be with my boy Andrew Williams performing. I'm very excited. And then Syracuse, I'm coming home November 23rd through the 27th for Thanksgiving weekend at the Funny Bone. You get your tickets at jessiemay.com if you mention this podcast at sharptonguepodcast at gmail. I will give you free tickets. So hit a girl up. Hootie hoo. Sharp tongue podcast at Gmail. And please bring me weed. My mom necess- doesn't necessarily have the best dealer in town. <laughs> she still calls it grass. I'm not going to smoke that hillbilly nonsense. I want some real dank. So don't haul out. Don't haul out on me. Um, thank you for everybody who came to my shows in St. Louis at the helium this past weekend that was a lot of fun i was high from an edible for four days one edible i felt not like high high but i was not fully cognitive i was cognitive see i'm saying the wrong words i wasn't sober i still felt a little high on an edible i had taken three days prior um (laughs) so there's that uh that that made the shows a lot of fun and interesting because normally when i perform i don't get high I don't like to get high when I perform because it's, I need to be quicker when I'm on stage. I need to be able to reference stuff and I need to be able to stay on track. Weed for me is good when I want to be creative, when I want to chill out, when I want to um, sort of brainstorm ideas with people. And a lot of my ideas for stand up come while I've been hanging out with friends smoking. So it's a super creative 
um, catalyst. It definitely gets gets the wheels a churning. <laughs> Sometimes I say such nerdy shit and I can't handle it, man. I did smoke one time before I went on stage. Normally I'll have a couple pops. Like I'll drink a couple pops. A beer, a tequila, you know, I'll just kind of have like a shot and one beer. I don't like to be drunk. I don't like to be high. I like to just be kind of a little bit, you know, like a little bit of a buzz. Because then it feels like a party. Then it feels like I'm partying with all of you. But I did get high once before a show when I was hanging out at the comedy store a few months ago. I was there with Rogan, Joey Diaz, uh, a couple other comics, and... I got a little overzealous with my marijuana, my marijuana consumption and I smoked some of Rogan stuff and he gets delicious things and I got high as a fucking kite. <laughs> I went to my set and I just panicked. <laughs> I panicked. I thought I was dying. I didn't think I was dying. I just was like overthinking everything, you know, and I was going on these weird tangents and I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, why why can't I just do the set that I do? Like, the, do the jokes that I need to work on? You know what was wrong with me? Joe Rogan's marijuana. <laughs> so I, I normally don't like to toke before I go on stage. It's just not my steez, man. It's not my style. But I did have fun in St. Louis hanging out with the, the staff there. The staff at the Helium Comedy Club, thank you so much. You guys were so amazing. I had so much fun there. We, uh, damn, it was just a damn good time. I'm going to be honest, y'all. Um, I almost missed my flight back, my connecting flight on Sunday morning because I was watching Dave Chappelle's monologue from Saturday Night Live. He, he did, he hosted last weekend and I didn't want to miss it so I was watching it and I missed my connection so they had to put me on a different flight after that luckily I got a flight like within the hour but I had to haul ass all the way across DFW airport unfortunately it's not DSW because I just would have been buying some shoes and not making it to the plane at all in the first place no it was DFW in Dallas Fort Worth airport I had to get on a goddamn shuttle it took me 37 towns down to the next terminal just made it on that flight not before not before my little chihuahua of a dog chaplain decided to have explosive diarrhea on the floor of the airport and then threw up on the shuttle to the other to the connecting flight just he can't (laughs) He just, he, he sharded and it shot out of him at a 45 degree angle. I couldn't believe it. I looked, I looked at this little four pound dog and I was like, are you a wildebeest? What just happened? Did you, did do you transform into a different animal? It was overwhelming. The, 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 the way he was able to point his butt and just shoot that thing out. It was military grade. <laughs> Oh my God. So, so live. I had to clean up his crap, man. It was one of those days in the airport um, on this past Sunday where I just wanted, everything made me want to cry. I guess my period's got to be coming because everything made me so sensitive. Everything. Everyone was busting my balls. 
you know, anybody with a little bit of power, I can't stand people with a little bit of power, they got to act like an asshole. Like the lady at the counter, you know, the the employee of American Airlines, because she's got a little American Airlines pin and her stupid little fucking stupid scarf wrapped around her neck like she thinks she's some sort of fancy t- teacup designer from England thinking she can look down her nose at me because I, I smell like dog diarrhea. <laughs> You know, I had a two bags that are carry-on size. And she's like, is this one going under your seat? And I was like, I, I, I don't know where it's going to go. I mean, what's the matter with you? You got like some sort of issue where you got to know where everyone's bags are going. You got to know where, where things are going to be placed, you weirdo. Back up off me. I didn't say all that, but I said it with a look. And I was like, I don't know where I'm going to put it. And she's like, mm, we're going to have to gate check this. I hate that. Mm, you know that like condescending mm, I wanted to punt cunt her I just uh, cunt punt her I think I said that backwards I wanted to not punt cunt her I wanted to cunt punt her <laughs> mm, we're gonna have to gate check that and I was like this motherfucking bitch right now where's the girl power miss I know someone has hit on you in a disgusting way today because it is 2 p.m. you can't just like bond with me on a vaginal tip for a second here so she put the stupid tag on my bag and I was like bitching under my breath and these two dope dudes who were like the guys who take care of the luggage one had like these long dreads and the other one had like a gold front I'm like these are my homeboys right here and I was just mumbling he's like man that lady she's always got something she always got a stick up her butt and I was like right I was like, I'm just trying to get on this plane. He's like, yeah. He's like, why they got to bust your balls? And I was walking down that little hallway to get on the damn plane. And the other one came up. He's like, you don't have to gate check. You don't have to gate check that. Just take the tag off. Under his breath, he's like, take the tag off. Take the tag off. So I ripped the tag off and brought both bags on the plane. Because guess what? Crazy thing. Planes have this thing called an overhead compartment. (laughs) I can't even where your bags go they fit perfectly and I thought about those dudes and I went back to give them a tip but I don't know where they went they, they ran away but I went back to give them some money because I wanted to thank them you know in this new President Trump elect world we're in there's a lot of tension out there and so I was just trying to spread the love you know from one person to another and I couldn't even tip these dudes so if you're out there and by any chance listen to this podcast thank you for being on my level and I just looked at them and I knew they smoked weed <clears throat> it's that sort of thing you just look and you know they know and I think that's why they helped me because they probably could smell the weed or they could smell the dog diarrhea and they just assumed I was special needs <laughs> here I am overthinking our friendship connection they just think I'm an, a special needs woman with 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 a dog and and bag issues oh the baggage oh the baggage that goes on but yeah so they helped me out and I didn't realize yo some of these airplanes you can watch movies for free that's fun I watched bad moms that movie is so funny I have to be honest you gotta check this movie out bad moms I laughed out loud and I was not high I laughed out loud at that movie there were so many good one-liners and I love Maria Menounos Menounos, M- Mila Kunis. 
<laughs> Yo, that's so funny because their names kind of have like a lot of S's and M noises. And I mix them up that bad. Maria, Melina, oh fuck. Mila Kunis. I love her. I think she's dope. I think I just got really high all of a sudden. <laughs> In 2009 is when, was that when marijuana was legalized? Let's see. 2010, voters rejected Proposition 19 of 53%, which would have made possession and cultivation of cannabis for recreational usage legal for adults over the age of 21 and would regulate it similarly to alcohol. See, now this is an interesting thing I don't get. I heard a news clip of a woman in California talking to the interviewer about her worries about her kid going in the stores and seeing weed. You know, she was like, I don't want them to see a drug. I don't want my kids to be exposed to drugs. Um, hello, what is alcohol? Um, hello, what is what are cigarettes? Cigarettes and alcohol kill more people than weed, um, butt-fucking with a blunt object, uh, riding your motorcycle, and uh, dating white girls dating members of the Crypt and Blood gangs united combined. Does that sentence make sense? <laughs> the, the, the Alcohol's a drug, lady. Your kid can see alcohol in the grocery store. Your kid can see cigarettes everywhere, probably in your household. Because by the judge of your intellect, I'm going to guess you're stupid enough to smoke cigarettes still. It's called parenting, people. If your reason for not wanting your kid to do something is because they're going to learn something negative about it, well, guess what you're going to have to do? Close your boxed wine Get up out of your dusty recliner and you're going to have to parent. You should have considered that before you dump seed or opened your legs in the first place. Okay? You got to be an active parent. Have a conversation with your kid about sex for Christ's sake. Don't let some lady who smells like patchouli and organic lamb's milk with hair down to her shins and she wears purple tights every other day to work don't let that lady teach your kid about sex okay <laughs> she smells like patchouli and organic lamb's milk i don't even know if that's like a possibility i don't even know if lambs can do that but they must be able to they're a mammal they must be produce milk don't don't let these other people teach your kids don't let commercials teach your kids now those things are going to have an impact regardless because of the nature of just being alive in this generation, they're going to be exposed to stuff. But have open conversations. And this is me f from the other side of the spectrum. I, I think the happier side of existence where I don't have a kid. This is me saying that. But don't let, you know, everything else teach your kid. Have a conversation. And maybe don't, don't only have a conversation when they get in trouble. You can't reprimand them and teach them at the same time as easily as you could as if you have a positive conversation and talk to them about it. You know, keep it an open conversation where they can ask you questions and you'll answer them without any issue. That's the way you should do it. Talk to them about sex. Talk to them about drugs. My dad let me sip a beer when I was like eight. Probably not the smartest decision. <laughs> Actually, no. It wasn't that bad of a decision. And, and you know, I had minor issues with alcohol when I was a kid 
minor. I definitely drank a lot, but I also, I tended bar. I grew up in Syracuse, New York, where there's not a lot of shit to do in the first place. Your kids are going to have access to these things. Just let them know what happens if they have too much and let them know how they should consume it and with who and when and how. Be a fucking parent. Don't be an iPhone parent or a cell phone parent where you just put an iPad and a cell phone in front of your kid and expect it to just do the rest of the work. Don't be a lazy cunt of a parent. Be an involved, proactive, intelligent, and informed person. And don't judge things that you haven't tried. Don't judge weed smokers. We're not all stoners. And, and some of that stoner logic has created some really dope products. Okay, I know Steve Wozniak was a major influence in the Mac company. But Steve Jobs, hello, total stoner. Not all stoners are idiots that just sit on the couch. Some of them are idiots that sit on the couch that come up with really good ideas. Maybe it's okay to sit down and slow yourself down for a minute. Maybe all of you judgmental people who are running around, multitasking, doing 10,000 things at once, and you pride yourself on it, judging the stoner who's sitting around doing nothing, you're judging them a little bit too much. Maybe the stoner has it figured out. Maybe you're doing too much to appreciate the fun and beauty of an organic thought that comes from a plant that the earth birthed for you for you to smoke to open up your mind maybe everything's a little bit more connected than your small judgmental mind will allow you to see there are a lot of connections in the world and sometimes it takes slowing down taking a little moment of pause to see those connections and appreciate those connections because once you start seeing connections in the world around you, you realize that you are connected to people around you everywhere and people who aren't even in that room with you at that moment you're connected to. Maybe marijuana is just a drug that can open up our hearts and minds to make us realize that there are bigger, more important things in our own life out there, that we are not the most important thing within existence, that while we do need to take care of ourselves and treat ourselves right, and keep ourselves healthy, there is more to life than just what occurs in your day-to-day existence. And hey, pot sometimes makes people connect the dots in that way. So don't judge a stoner. And I don't even know why I'm saying this, because all you listening to me probably are on my side. So I'm just speaking to nobody. (laughs) I'm just talking to a corner in the wall at this point. Oh, man, I got deep. I always get deep on these podcasts once in a while. I always like to just d- d- get in there a little bit, you know, let just kind of f- f- let let my brain roll a little bit. Just kind of let it get out there and find the connections. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I, I uh, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for what marijuana may do for the communities out here once it's legalized. I hope it goes in a good direction. Uh, I'm embarking on a marijuana-inspired tour for next year. Probably going to be in North and South California to start, but it'll definitely come across the country as the year moves on. But I just bought my trademark for it. I partnered, you know, I've got my Honey Bear Farms company that I'm partnered with now and just i'm very excited for stuff to come we're we're building really great ideas and and a whole 
family here in LA. So it's, it's pretty dope. Shout out to my honey bear farms peeps. Um, 2017 is going to be a good year. I said that about 2016 and I was fucking wrong. <laughs> you got to go into it thinking that, okay? And then try again next year and try and try. Every day you wake up, you got to try. Every day you wake up, you got to try because you don't know about tomorrow. So you better try for today, motherfucker. Tony Robbins in your ear. <laughs> well, um, I decided to keep this one short this week. You know, I do a lot of long podcasts. and I just want to get on here and fuck with you guys and just shoot the shit. Please come see me live November 19th at the Cherokee Casino in West Salem Springs, Oklahoma. Come see me in Syracuse, New York, November 23rd to the 27th at the Funny Bone. Free tickets if you mention this podcast at sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. And if you even know somebody who lives there and you want to give them tickets, I'll be willing to do that too. So shoot out a big Facebook message letting all your upstate New York family and friends know to come see Jesse Marijuana May. <laughs> Let them come see me. And that's pretty much all the gigs I have for the rest of the year. I decided to keep it light focus on some groundwork moving into 2017 so if you want to see me those are the only two dates that I'm really going to be cracking out until the end of the year and uh I hope you guys can make it I really do uh I'm gonna find that cop clip if I can yeah I'm gonna find that shit that shit's hilarious oh I'm glad I didn't die man being alive feels too good be nice today okay or tomorrow, if you're listening to this tonight. If it's nighttime, be good tomorrow. Do something good for a stranger tomorrow. Also, put a finger in a butt. You deserve it, and they deserve it. Love you. Bye. Cameron Heights Emergency. Yeah, can you please send rescue? Uh, to I think I'm having an overdose, and so is my wife. Okay, you and your wife? Yes. Overdose of what? Marijuana. But I don't know if it had something in it. Okay. Can you please send rescue? Okay, how old are you? I'm 28, 29 years old, and my wife is uh, 26. Please come. 26? Yes, please. Have you guys been drinking also? What? Have you guys been drinking today too? No, that's it. No, and is there any weapons in the house? No, please come. Okay, we're on our way. You guys, are you guys like, do you guys have fever or anything? No, I'm just, I think we're dying. Okay, how much did you guys have? Uh, I, I don't know. We made brownies, and I think we're dead. I really do. Okay, uh, how much did you put in the brownies? I don't know. I, 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 Was it a bag? Who made the brownies? I, I, um, my wife and I did. Cuba, come here. Okay, get her. She's on, the, she's on the living room ground right now. Is she breathing? She's barely breathing. Is she awake? She, uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay, can you look? Pardon? Can you look? Could I, yeah, I can feel her. She's laying right down in front of me. Time is going by really, 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 really slow. Okay, well, I'm on the phone with you, and you don't, you don't, do you know how much of it you bought and put in the brownies? Pardon? How much did you buy? I don't, I, just please send rescue. They're on the way, but I'm trying to figure out how much you bought and put into the brownies, sir. Probably like a quarter ounce total. A quarter ounce total into yeah. the brownies? Did you guys eat all the brownies? Yeah, we did. I don't know. My I probably had like a small chunk, 
Please come. It's n what time is it? It's 9:37. When did you guys last eat the brownies? Probably like an hour and a half ago. Okay. Is your wife still is your wife still breathing? Yeah, she is. She's sitting. She's kneeling down in front of me. Okay. I know. We have to wait. Okay. And is she Stacy Sanchez? Yes. What's your name? My name is Edward. You're Edward Sanchez. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.